Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey! Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. Let's go! The Morning Grind. Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Let's go! Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, August 3rd, 2017. We have three early baseball games and ten late baseball games. So, 13-game slate today. Got a lot to talk about. Uh, we're going to get started with our sponsor. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, PlayDraft.com, check them out. It's PlayDraft.com backslash grinders for a 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. They are the reason... That the podcast is free every day, so make sure you guys are checking them out. Love the fact that they jumped on board here with Morning Grind, so make sure you guys give them some support. One of the best apps, one of my favorite games to play, and um, I know I talk about it every day, but I'm going to continue to talk about it every day. So if you haven't tried it, make sure you check it out. Um, we're going to get right into it. We got an early slate. Um, decided to get some sleep last night for the first time in like a year. So um, we're going to jump into the early slate here with St. Louis at Milwaukee. Michael Walker against Matt Garza. Nine total in this game. As much as I hate to say it, um, you know, Waka has been pitching really good. We look at the stats and um, everything has been really different for Waka. You know, you look at the first five games of the last ten and you look at the last five games and he's been pitching great. Um, came out against Arizona last time and looked really good in that game. The pitch count is up. That you know, that's always the biggest concern with Michael Waka is is his pitch count going to be more than 90, 95 pitches? And he's been over 100 pitches in three of his last four games. So that's something that's good to see. We look at a Milwaukee team that is pretty left-handed heavy here against Waka, and you know, outside of Thames, Braun, and Shaw, there's a lot of strikeouts and not a lot of upside in this lineup. Santana, Bandy, Broxton, Arcia, um, Woba's all around, you know, 300 to 350. But all those guys' strikeout rates are high outside Arcia. Um, you know, we look at seven, six, six out of the eight projected starters here with strikeout rates over 20%. Plus, he's going to get a pitcher spot. So, I think this is a good spot for Waka, something that I never say. Um, and then Matt Garza on the flip side here. Garza's been really good against right-handed hitters this season. He's really struggled against lefties. But 290 Woba against righties, uh, 47% ground ball rate. He's only allowed five home runs and 42 innings to righties this season. Now he's not going to go out and get you a bunch of strikeouts. He's not a big strikeout guy. But he's not getting shelled against a team that is just full of right-handed hitters. So when we look at the Cardinals' bats here, 
you know, we have to see the status of Carpenter got scratched yesterday. Um, DeJong has a 252 ISO against right-handed pitching, but only a 333 Woba. Um, Pham has a 381 Woba. Carpenter 371. But outside of that, there's not a lot of not a lot of power in this lineup. So you look at it and you know, the projected starters have a 22% strikeout rate against right-handed pitching this season. So I don't think Garza is a guy that I'm going to stack against here. You know, I don't know if I'll play him, but if I'm looking to get some of these cores bats against those two bad pitchers in cores, like Garza is only 6,600 on DraftKings today. He's coming off the DL. It was a leg injury. Um, you know, he's thrown bullpens, had no issues with those. He's interesting. He's interesting because of the price. It all depends on what you're going to do on this slate. Like, if you're not going to play cores, then you're probably playing, you know, Granky. But it's an option for sure. We move on to Arizona at Chicago. Just got done talking about him here. Zach Granky against Jose Quintana. Granky's been good this season. You know, it's no doubt about it. We look at it, you know, against lefties, 260 Woba, 26% strikeout rate, 51% ground ball rate, giving up a lot of hard contact to lefties, 36%. But it really hasn't turned into a bunch of home runs, so that's good. And then against righties, he's just been, you know, dominant, 273 Woba, 29% strikeout rate, um, 34% hard contact rate, and again, not really translating into a bunch of home runs. Um, home run per nine is still around one, but when you have a guy that throws hard, that's usually, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty accurate. Jose Quintana on the other side here. Gonna face a bunch of right-handed hitters in this lineup. Um, you know, outside of Peralta and Lamb, he should see six righties plus Granky. Um... You know, 316 Woba, 25% strikeout rate against righties this season. He's been giving up more fly balls. That's a little bit of a concern. You know, the wind doesn't look like the wind's going to be a big factor here. It's blowing out 6 to 8 miles an hour, you know, at the projected start of this game. So it doesn't look like it's going to be a huge issue. You still don't ever play lefties against Quintana. Um, you know, one home run in 28 innings this season against lefties. 259 Woba, 28% strikeout rate. Um, 46% ground ball rate. So definitely don't want to play the lefties here. When I'm looking at Arizona and the bats in this lineup, you know, I'm looking at J.D. Martinez. Very small sample size because he started the season on the DL, but in 53 plate appearances this season, he has a 600 ISO with a 601 Woba. He has just absolutely destroyed left-handed pitching this season. A.J. Pollock. 205 ISO, 330 Woba. Um, and then, you know, hate to say it, but if Adam Rosales bats third, and I think he batted second the other night, if he bats third, you know, you could definitely look at him because he's so cheap. Um, you know, the price, you know, on FanDuel, he's 2.3K. Paul Goldschmidt always in play against lefties. When we're looking at the Cubs against Granky, I just don't see anything here. Um, 
You know, I know they've been a little hot, but we saw Zach Godley pitch really well against them yesterday. I expect Granky to go out and pitch well against them today. If I was going to play the Cubs against Granky, I would stack them. Um, you know, as a leverage play, nobody's going to have that stacked on such a small slate. So that's what I would do with them. All right, Mets, Rockies, Montero against Marquez, Marquis, however you say his name. Um, don't play the pitchers here. You know, it's, it's simple as that. Montero, he's been really bad against righties and lefties. Um, Marquez, Marquis, however you say it. 314 Woba against righties, 38% hard contact rate. He's a fly ball pitcher against righties. Ground balls come down or go up against lefties. Doesn't give up as many home runs to left-handed hitters, but I think that um, you know you still look at the left-handed bats here. It's pretty simple. You're playing the bats from both sides here, and you just—I don't even think you think twice about it. Like Conforto, Cabrera, Cespedes, Bruce, Walker. Um, yeah. Like, I guess Flores, but he's pretty priced up against the right-handed pitcher. Um, Rosario might play. That might be a cheap option from Coors. And then you look at the Rockies side. You know, it's Blackman, DJ, Arenado, Reynolds, Para. Cargo went deep yesterday. Maybe get that hot streak going. Or you fade Cargo because he's had one home run in the last year and a half. But... I joke, I joke, I joke. He has one home run. I think in the last 10 games, I know he had a home run yesterday. He's 3,600 on DraftKings. He's had one home run in the last 10 games. Yeah, price is ridiculous. All right, let's move on to the main slate here. It's a slate everybody wants to talk about anyway. But I like talking about the early slates. Anyway, let's get started. <laughs> Hold on. My... Alright, now my computer's agreeing with me. Alright, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. We have Sal Romano against Chad Cool. Nine total here. You know, these games continue to stay. In Pittsburgh, so, you know, we get a good pitcher's ballpark. We know Chad Cool continues to struggle with left-handed hitters. Um, 382 Woba. 36.6% hard contact rate against lefties. He's more of a fly ball pitcher, so this ballpark definitely helps him. Um, that's why he's been able to limit the home runs this season. Against righties, though, he's been really solid. 301 Woba, um, you know, only a 30% hard contact there. 50% ground ball rate, and he's only allowed three home runs in 55.2 innings this season to righties. So, much better against righties than lefties. Sal Romano, very small sample size, but he has struggled with right-handed hitters pretty bad. 397 Woba for Sal. Um... 0%, 0% soft to hard contact ratio against righties this season for Sal Romano. Very small sample size. Massive ground ball rate against righties. Um, 
you know, you look and you see the numbers in the minors. They've all been, you know, pretty much above average for ground ball rates. Need to see the walks come down. Um, you know, the numbers for the guy were not that bad in, you know, minors. But, you know, he really never showed that big strikeout rate in AAA this season. Um, you know, 15% strikeout rate in AAA. 5.84K per nine. But he never gave up a lot of home runs. Um Point one eight, so maybe that's one or two home runs in AAA this season. So necessarily not a guy I think I want to stack against here um, is Sal Romano because yeah he struggled in his first couple starts, but you know you look at it and it's just woba like nothing else. You know you allowed two home runs, but nothing else. So let's look at the bats in this game. We'll start with the Cincinnati side against Chad Cool here. Um, you know, I don't mind Joey Votto and Scooter if Winker plays. He's been batting in that two hole. Um, some cheap value there. But outside of that, like I just I don't see a lot here as far as the Reds go. Yeah, I don't. This is a big ballpark. I don't want to really go out of my way to pick on this game. We're gonna we have ten games on this late slate. So, as far as Pittsburgh goes, um, you know McCutcheon has been hitting the ball really well. Bell, the only one in this lineup with an ISO over two hundred against right-handed pitching. Nobody with a, a WOBA over three fifty. Like I said, I'm not gonna stack against Romano here. If I were going to play a bat or two, it would be McCutcheon and Bell. But, um, you know, it's all going to be on how lineups build today. But I could pretty much say that this is not a spot that I'm looking at here. Moving on, moving out, Detroit at Baltimore. Matt Boyd against Chris Tillman. Ten and a half total in this game. You know, Matt Boyd. Has really struggled with righties this season. 363 Woba, 40% hard contact rate. Not getting ground balls, giving up home runs. Um, not a ton of home runs, but enough. Against lefties, you know, the lefty-on-lefty matchup for Boyd, he's been much better. No hard contact right there. Um, he's allowed zero home runs in 13 innings to lefties. 53% ground ball rate, so I definitely don't want to play the left-handed hitters against Boyd here as far as Davis goes. Um, it's about it for the lefties in this lineup now. Looking at the other side here, um, you know, Chris Tillman, man, he's been bad this season, guys. He's just 423 Woba against lefties, 403 against righties, uh, 11 home runs and 37 innings to righties this season. That's a two, 2.63 home run per nine. He's just not been able to get anybody out. Um, he's been a, he's a fly ball pitcher. He's given up hard contact. He's not getting any soft contact. Like Chris Tillman has been bad, 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 bad this season. So we'll, we'll get started here with the Detroit Bats. Like Tillman's been so bad. This lineup has looked so awful. Um, and it's really tough to pick on him here. But the total tells us that you know, you kind of want to look at a Detroit stack. Um, how do you stack them? <laughs> you know, I think you look at Upton, Cabrera, Castellanos. Um, 
Oh, man. This team's tough to stack, but I, I want to stack against Tillman. Like, I know Kinsler's not having a great season. But I really do think you could look at Kinsler, Upton, Cabrera, Castellanos as a five, or four-man. And then if you want to go... I can't play Victor. I would play Aduki. I man, I'm looking at the four man. I really think I'm looking at the four man, but I don't mind getting a couple extra of these guys around there just because Tillman's been so bad. Looking at the Baltimore side, we love left-handed pitchers against Baltimore, but Matt Boyd's just not good against righties. Uh, Jonathan Scope is just jumping off my model today. Um, he's a guy that I really like in this spot. 305 ISO, 397 Woba against left-handed pitching this season. Um, he is more, more power than what he leads on to be, too. I really like Scope. Machado, he's been better against lefties this season. Um, and then I, I wouldn't mind going, like, with a Mancini or a Beef. Um, Juan Castillo is going to get it going against lefties. He's not going to be bad against lefties all season. And then Tim Beckham came over from the Rays. He has a big strikeout rate, but you know he did well against the lefty yesterday and um, was really low-owned, really low-owned. So hoping that people haven't really noticed that he got traded over to Baltimore. And we can get him kind of low-owned here. They try to approve a little bit against their left-handed pitching, but we'll see how it plays out. We move on to Yankees at Cleveland. Sonny Gray against Corey Kluber. Eight and a half total here. Um, we know Sonny Gray's been pitching well this season. 292 Woba against righties, um, and then a 268 Woba against lefties. He's been getting ground balls, not giving up a ton of hard contact. His heart or his, his ground ball rate's over 56% this season. Hasn't given up a lot of home runs, only eight home runs this season in around 97 innings, so that's really solid. He's pitched well. He's pitched really well. Swish's first matchup wasn't against Cleveland. Cleveland, not a team that strikes out a bunch against um, right-handed pitching. Corey Kluber. Kluber is interesting in this spot. Um, you know, when we look at this lineup for the Yankees, a lot of the power is on the right-handed side uh, outside of, you know, Brett Gardner and Didi. Like, Judge, Sanchez, Holiday, Frazier, Frazier, all these guys right-handed bats. And Kluber this season, 248 Woba against righties, 45% ground ball rate, and a 37.6% strikeout rate against right-handed pitching or hitters this season. So I think Kluber's actually really interesting here. Um, really good against lefties, too. 33.7% um, strikeout rate against lefties. His exit suggests that he's been pitching really good. Um, it's even lower than his ERA, which is really good. And um, I think that he's a really good tournament play here. I don't think anybody's going to play Kluber against the Yankees in this spot. And I, I, I think that Kluber is really, really good for tournaments here. As far as the bats go, not really seeing anything here from the Yankees that I like. Um, if you want to, you know, live live against the grain here, you can stack them against Kluber. 
it's just not something that I'm looking at. Um, and then the Cleveland side, like Sonny Gray's been pitching good this season. I think I'll stay away from that stack as well. Um, 10 games slate. I don't have to go here. I just don't have to go here. So I think that Kluber, Kluber might be my number one on this late slate. Um, as we get going here, as we're going, I guess Alex Wood against the Braves, probably my number one, but Kluber, Kluber a close second. Kluber is probably going to be one of my highest owned tournament plays today. Moving on, we have Chicago at Boston. The White Sox taking on the Red Sox. Miguel Gonzalez against Eduardo Rodriguez. Ten total here. Uh, Rodriguez, a massive, massive favorite against the White Sox here. Um, minus two twenty nine. The White so- or the Red Sox, massive favorites. Uh, massive high team total too. Implied team total is six point one five. Massive, massive, massive. Going to be interesting to see what kind of lineup we see for the White Sox today. Um, if the only guy we have to worry about in the lineup is Jose Abreu, I think our, our, our boy Eduardo Rodriguez is, uh, one of the best, you know, second pitchers today as far as SP2s. It's just, I just, there's not a lot of, this team is really good against left-handed pitching and I hate picking on them with left-handed pitching, but this team, you know, Melky's gone, Garcia's on the DL, Frazier's gone. This is not the same team at the beginning of the season, so... I think Rodriguez is in play. Um, he's 7200 on DraftKings. He wasn't the probable starter, so I had to go and try to click and see what his price was. So 7200 um, He's faced some teams that don't strike out that much, and he's going to get a team here. Depending on the lineup that, you know, there's definitely some strikeouts in this lineup. You know, Anderson, Saldino, Davidson, Sanchez, Ingle, all these guys with massive, massive strikeout rates against left-handed pitching this season. So, I think Rodriguez is in play today, depending on what the White Sox lineup looks like. So, we don't have the lineup, obviously. It's all going to depend on what that White Sox lineup looks like today. As far as Miguel Gonzalez goes today, um, pass. You're not going to play Miguel Gonzalez in this spot. You know, you look at the Red Sox implied team total, and um, yeah, White Sox bats. Oh man, like maybe Jose Abreu on a tournament team, just because that you know Rodriguez does have a pretty high fly ball rate against right-handed bats this season, and we know Abreu much better against um, fly ball pitchers. So maybe you look at Abreu. As a one-off, but um, outside of that, I just don't see a lot in this lineup. Davidson, 205 ISO, 328 Woba um, against left-handed pitching this season, but we'll have to see if he's in the lineup. As far as Boston goes against Gonzalez here, you know, Benedini, Devers, uh, two guys that are really popping off to me. Mookie Betts, definitely in play in this spot. Um... A Red Sox team that was cheap yesterday, you know, outside of Mookie, um, pretty cheap again today. You're getting, you know, these guys mostly for the most part under 4K. Uh, outside of Nunez and Betts, definitely not paying that price for Nunez. 5.1K is ridiculous. But um, definitely can look at some of these Boston bats that are on the cheap. Um, like, you know, Benettini is probably my favorite. 
And then Devers has just, you know, thank you, Boston, for calling him up for sure. So that's around it for me uh, as far as this game goes. We move on to the Dodgers at Atlanta taking on the Braves. Alex Wood against Sean Newcomb. Eight and a half total here. Alex Wood has just been really good this season. There's just no other way to put it. Um, you know, I always worried about the pitch count. I never wanted to believe the hype on this kid, but he's just, yeah, i had just been playing him. Um, do you play him today at 11-4 is the question. Um he struggled against Atlanta in his last start at home against them. You know, this is his former team. He's given up 11 earned runs in his last two starts, which is a little concerning. It's just the price. But, you know, we've been paying, we've been paying, you know, 11-8 for this guy for a few starts now. So, you look at it, and I think Wood is definitely in play. Um... It's hard not to like him uh, against the Braves here. So Atlanta, you know, outside of Freeman, I guess they have Sean Rodriguez too, who hits left-handed pitching well, but not a lot here as far as people that can hit left-handed pitching well. They still don't strike out very often against left-handed pitching. Only an 18% projected team strikeout rate against lefties. But you get in that bottom of the order, and there's not a lot of at-bats, so that definitely is going to weigh that average down a little bit. Um, Flowers hits left-handed pitching well. as you know He has a 372 Woba, so there's reason, there's reason not to play Alex Wood today, but um, I think you look at him for sure. Sean Newcomb on the other side here, um, 314 Woba against righties, 337 Woba against lefties, uh, 22%, 22.5% strikeout rate to both sides this season. Not getting blown up, but um, he's, he's a good, he's a talented prospect. You know, he's still a rookie facing a Dodgers team here that can throw a lot of rain and bats at him here. Um, I don't think I'd play him in this spot. I don't know how much I would pick on him. Um, the thing is, like, Taylor and Seager and Turner and Bellinger and Barnes and Kiki, like, all of these guys have mashed left-handed pitching this season. Taylor has a 218 ISO with a 410 Woba. Seager has a 287 ISO with a 439 Woba. Justin Turner has a 354 ISO with a 514 Woba. Bellinger 287 with a 365 Woba. Foresight 188 ISO with a 391 Woba. Barnes 279 ISO with a 377 Woba. And Kiki Hernandez 384 ISO with a 407 Woba. So I'm not playing a left handed pitcher against the Dodgers. Those numbers are insane. Um. Sneaky stack of the day, Los Angeles Dodgers. Like you're gonna you're gonna have to pay up for these guys, but not as much as you have been. Like 
Austin Barnes is 4.2K and Kiki Hernandez is 4.6K. Those guys are priced up so high that nobody is going to play them here. But Taylor is down to 4.2K. He's not overpriced. Well, he's still overpriced, but he's not overpriced as what he was. The only guy I wouldn't play here is Puig. He's the one guy that just hasn't hit left-handed pitching well this season. You know, that's in the projected starting lineup. But, man, you want to talk about a sneaky stack in this ballpark. Um... I really do think the Dodgers are sneaky here. As far as the Braves go, I don't see anything that I would play from the Braves. So we're just going to move on to Texas at Minnesota. A.J. Griffin is back in our lives. Um, Alberto Maggi um, pitching here for the Twins. Left-handed pitcher against um, the Rangers. Not not that I'm going to do it. A.J. Griffin... um, you know, small sample size this season, 341 Woba, 41% hard contact against righties. Fly ball pitcher, 60% fly ball rate against righties this season. Allowed a bunch of home runs to righties, and that has a lot to do with allowing a lot of hard contact and a very amount, very high amount of fly balls. Against lefties, 359 Woba, 37% hard contact. Um, hey, he gives up a lot of fly balls to lefties and a lot of home runs to lefties as well. AJ Griffin, Griffin is not good. On the flip side here, Adalberto, um, 332 Woba against righties, 41% ground ball rate. Not a big strikeout pitcher. Doesn't typically get blown up, but lefties have hit him well. Very small sample size, but they've hit him well. Um, 361 Woba against lefties. So a guy like Chu, if he cracks the lineup, who's good against lefties, maybe he's interesting here. Uh, let's look at the bats. We'll start with the Texas side. You know, I mentioned Chu. He has a three thirty Woba against lefties this season. Um, Mike Napoli. I know he didn't pan out yesterday against the lefty. The guy has a three forty eight ISO with a three sixty two Woba against left-handed pitching this season. Adrian Beltre not hitting lefties for power, but he does have a three ninety seven Woba against lefties this season. Torinos, uh, 268 ISO, 385 Woba. And then Joey Gallo, if he hits the ball, it's going far. 293 ISO, 365 Woba, 44% strikeout rate. That is the definition of a tournament play. Home run or bust, uh, Joey Gallo in the spot. So outside of that, um, you know, Carlos Gomez not really hitting left-handed pitching well this season. Woba's under 300. The ISO's only at 129. Um, Shields, as much as people love to play this guy, 123 ISO, 323 Woba against left-handed pitching this season. And, and Andrus, um, 120 ISO, 255 Woba. So, you know, some of the guys that people like to play from Texas have not been great against um, left-handed pitching. Looking at picking on... You know, A.J. Griffin here, uh, the first guy that obviously stands out is Sano. Um, massive power upside here for Sano. Don't mind Dozier against a fly ball pitcher. Um, the one the one sneaky play that I like today, the sneaky play from the Twins is Escobar. He's a fly ball hitter. He has the power to hit home runs. Um, he's the sneaky guy that I'm looking at from the Twins um, that I just don't see a lot of people playing in this spot, but I really like this spot for him. He's the guy that I'm really, really looking at here um, as far as Minnesota goes, and um, I, I expect him to be low on. I expect him to be low on. 
Moving on, moving out. Tampa at Houston. Blake Snell against Colin McHugh. Um, I said it yesterday. I'll say it again today. I'll say it again for the rest of the season. I'm not pitching players against Houston. Um, I don't care what the lineup looks like. I'm just not playing Blake Snell in this spot. And Snell has really struggled with righties. He's really struggled with walks. Um, you know, his walk rate is almost as high as his strikeout rate against right-handed pitching this season. 354 Woba, 34% hard contact, more of a fly ball guy. His ex-fip suggests that he's actually not pitching good against righties. You know, 556 ex-whip compared to a 546 ERA, 1.63 whip. Houston definitely in play today. We'll talk about that in a second. Colin McHugh on the other side here. He's been good against righties. He's a fly ball pitcher. Um, 59% fly ball rate against righties this season. You know, the small sample size is definitely concerning. You know, we've only seen him for 10 innings this season. We look at back at 2016, you know, 38% fly ball rates. You know, the strikeout rate was solid. Um, allowed some home runs. So, you know, definitely not a guy that I'm going to stay away from here. Um, in 2016, he had a 350, 346 Woba against lefties, 331 Woba against righties. Um, pitched a little bit better at home. Hard contact rate was much higher against righties than lefties. It was about a 5% difference. Um, and like I said, man, the home road splits are interesting. 25% hard contact at home, 35% hard contact on the road. That's a big split. So maybe you don't pick on McHugh here. Um, I don't hate the idea of it, to be honest. But if I'm picking on McHugh, it's going to be Dickerson um, and Morrison. If Souza cracks the lineup, we talked about the righty-righty matchup. Souza cracks the lineup. He has a 299 ISO with a 393 Woba against righties this season. So maybe you look at him a little bit here in this spot. Duda actually has good numbers this season against right-handed pitching. 305 ISO, 390 Woba. So, you know, a little, little race stack is definitely not out of the question. They got, you know, one, two, three, four guys with ISOs over 245 against right-handed pitching in the top five spots. So Longoria is the only one. Looking at the Houston bats against Snell. Um... Gaddis, Gonzalez. Gonzalez continues to hit left-handed pitching, by the way. 353 Woba, 241 ISO. Altuve, we know he hits left-handed pitching well. Don't even have to say that anymore. Um, Gariel, his numbers aren't great, uh, but the ex-Woba is definitely higher than the Woba for him. Um, looking at the top four or five guys here, I think they're all in play. Um, outside of Redick, Reddick has a high Woba, but not any power against lefties. So, um, Really looking at Gaddis and Gonzalez probably the most here, but I think they're in play for sure. Because we know Snell is a guy that can walk people, and you know that just turns that, that starts to turn into runs for sure. Seattle at Kansas City, Gallardo against Cahill, Cahill, uh, Trevor Cahill here making his first start, I think, with the Royals, but uh, maybe a second. Maybe I missed it over the weekend, but 
Anyway, Trevor Cahill this season, um, the strikeout rate has been solid, but he has struggled with righties. 364 Woba against righties this season. He's been able to get the ground balls, 53%, 25% strikeout rate against righties, but a 1.57 um, home run per nine against righties. Good thing is he's going to face a little bit more lefties here, and the numbers are much better against lefties for him. 284 Woba, 27% strikeout rate, 61% ground ball rate. So if Seattle rolls out a very left-handed heavy lineup, which they should, it should be six lefties, um, maybe five lefties, and Nino might catch. And Valencia might play. So, you know, you're not too worried about those right-handed bats. Um, I think Cahill's definitely in play for tournaments today, especially in this ballpark in Kansas City. Gallardo, no. Pass, 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 pass. Uh, let's talk about bats in this game. We'll start with Seattle side against Cahill. Um, Cahill, Cahill. You look at the numbers, Nelson Cruz, 248 ISO, 362 Woba. That's the bat that I want in this game if I'm going to play anybody. Um, you know, I had talked about Cahill struggling a little bit more with right-handed bats this season. Gene Segura is okay. He doesn't give us a lot of ISO, a lot of power, but uh, the Woba is definitely, you know, solid. But um, for me on the Seattle side, if I'm playing anybody, it's probably going to be Cruz. But um, I, I kind of like Cahill a lot more than I think most will today. The Kansas City side against Gardo, uh, 363 Woba against righties. Giving up a lot of hard contact and a lot of power to righties this season, which... Fits well into the guys that we like to play um, from Kansas City. We like to play, you know, Kane. We like to play Salvi. Perez is a great spot here. You know, 250 ISO, 362 Woba against righties. Like Moustakas as well. He gets you a nice little two-man there with Perez and Moustakas batting fifth and sixth. Um, definitely don't hate that, um, you know, two-man. But, you know, outside of that, a big ballpark. We got a ten game slate. Um So yeah. Well, that's kinda it for me on this game. Moving on, moving out, Philadelphia at LA. Uh Breadwell against Eikhoff. Eight and a half total here in LA today. Um You know, it's all gonna depend on which what kind of lineup we see from the Angels because if they go really right-handed heavy here, Eikhoff's really good against righty. We know the strikeout rate's not solid there, so you, maybe you don't play Eikhoff and you don't play the Angels. Um, Breadwell, I'm not going to play him here against the Phillies. I know the Phillies aren't good, but you know the guy just hasn't shown us anything. He's given up a bunch of home runs, doesn't have a strikeout rate that's... You know, worth even taking a shot on here, under 20% against lefties and righties. So, yeah, I'll pass on him. Um, stop bats. The Philadelphia side, um, Althier's back, so I think he's in play. 251 ISO, 390 Woba um, against right-handed pitching this season. Outside of that... You could play Freddie Galvis. Just I have to mention Freddie Galvis, or he just goes bonkers. So I'll, I'll you know, you could play Freddie Galvis. Nick Williams as well if he cracks the lineup. 
Um, I know he was out of the lineup yesterday, so... The Angels side... Um, you know, Trout always in play. Trout... Is Trout, yeah, that's for sure. Coart has been hitting well. Um, you know, he's a switch hitter. He's just batting down the order, but he's been hitting the ball really well. Um, you know, goes under own a lot. Nice little value play there for the Angels if you want to play him. Uh, in 21 plate appearances this season, he has a 596 Woba with a 278 ISO against Ryan and pitching. Small sample size, but uh, that would just tell you how well he's actually been hitting the ball. So, All right, last game of the night. Um, Oakland at San Francisco. We have Kendall Graveman against Ty Blotch. Um, great ballpark. Two mediocre pitchers against two mediocre offenses is the nice way to put it. But um, Kendall Graveman, he struggled with home runs against lefties in a small sample size this season. Um, you know, against righties, he's been able to limit the damage. 60% ground ball rate against righties this season in 27 innings. Pitched really well against righties. Uh, the thing is, like, Span, Panic, Belt, Crawford, Gillespie... You know, he's going to see, what, Posey, Pence, Hernandez, three righties. So just, you know, if the lineup came out and San Francisco had, you know, five, six righties, then maybe you could look at Graveman, but I'll pass. And then on the on the other side of this game, with Ty Blatch, um, he's good against lefties. That's good, right? 53% ground ball rate against lefties, 285 Woba, zero home runs in 29 innings against lefties this season. Struggle a little bit more with righties. Um, and by struggle, I mean 338 Woba. He's still only allowed nine home runs in 84 innings. It's not a guy you stack against. Um, looking at the bats in this game, Ryan Healy, I talked about him yesterday against the lefty. He hit a home run, 282 ISO, 440 Woba. The guy's just really good against left-handed pitching. Outside of that, massive slate. Um, I think I'll pass on the rest of these guys. And then, yeah, I don't. Like, I like Belt, but it's just. I don't want to go out of my way to play pitcher or hitters in this game. Like, it's one of the better ballparks for pitchers for a reason. I said two mediocre offenses. Um, I'll pass. Uh, just not seeing a lot here for sure. We're gonna play some home run derby, and then I'm gonna get out of here. Um, let's see, home run derby today is a little interesting. I'm gonna go. Eduardo Escobar, I talked about him earlier. I really think this is a sneaky spot for him, so I'm going to play him in the Home Run Derby just because um, I really like that spot. Um, let's see here. I want one of, I want one of the Dodgers. I want the low-owned Dodger. Who's the low-owned Dodger going to be? Um, the low-owned Dodger is going to be... I don't know who the low-owned Dodger is going to be, but I'm going to take Justin Turner. 
just because everybody likes to play him against righties, and he's actually hitting left-handed pitching really well this season. And then the last home run, I'm going to go into a pitcher's ballpark and say Salvador Perez goes yard today. So it's a home run derby. I don't think I got any vetoes today. Those are pretty off the board, I would think, outside of Justin Turner. So that's going to do it for the Thursday podcast. As always, I appreciate you guys listening and um, not yelling at me too much on Twitter today for it being up at 8.30 in the morning instead of 2.30 in the morning. So Appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you check out the pod or play draft, playdraft.com backslash grinders for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. Um, take advantage of it, man. This is an awesome app. Anybody that wants a game, you know, free or money, I don't care if you want to check it out, send me a game over there. It is the username CVTPFL over there as well. We'll be back tomorrow with the Friday edition of the morning grind. Good luck in your contest tonight. We'll see you then. Hey, what's up, Roto Grinders? Chris Cimino here, and it's time for you to get an edge on your DFS competition with our daily ownership projections for DraftKings and FanDuel. Available now to our premium subscribers. We're constantly evaluating our projections and updating all the way up through lineup lock to ensure you have the best possible information in crunch time. Our team covers NFL, NBA, MLB, and PGA for all main slate action. If you don't have this, you are missing out. Subscribe to Roto Grinders Premium today to get access to our premium ownership projections and to our award-winning premium content. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.